0: Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Book online for the best rates at
2: melbourneairport.com.au. Summer Breakfast on SEN. Great to have your company. Just gone past 7 o'clock Eastern time here at uh, SEN headquarters. Summer Breakfast. Sam Edmund and Kane Corns locked in with you until 9 o'clock. The McCafe menu today. Our official coffee partner, of course, former Socceroo Alex Brosk at a 740 Not sure if you saw that one, Kane, but that will stay with the Socceroos for some time. A haunting, haunting quarterfinal Asian Cup loss to South Korea where, boy, oh boy, did they have their chances. And then some really unfortunate mistakes at the back end cost them a the inverted will...
1: fullback oh, no good It was irrelevant it in the end. it
2: was irrelevant yeah. uh not Graham Arnold's fault at all. I would contend. I thought he set them up perfectly. They just about executed perfectly just a couple of panicky moments uh, at the death unfortunately and then it took a, a class player world class player in uh, in son. To bring them undone, who uh, obviously plies his club trade with Ange Postacoglu's Tottenham. So unfortunate. Lisa Stalaker will wrap up the ODI in Sydney yesterday. That series now moves to Canberra before the T20s, and there'll be questions without notice as well. But the free agency list came dropped at the weekend. 116 players qualifying in 2024. The league released the club by club breakdown over the weekend, and it's the 2016 draft crop hitting free agency status for the first time amongst the sprinkling of veterans.
1: That's gone quickly. Uh, So headlined by Tim English, the Western Bulldogs, Ruckman, who doesn't appear to be in any hurry to sign. And why would he be? Uh, West Australian, of course, the West Coast have had interest in him for a long period of time, and they'd they'd love to get their hands on him. But it's the underwhelming nature of it that has struck me. And I guess I've spoken about this uh, before, And the fact that because clubs are so willing to hand out huge deals, regardless of sort of what you've achieved in the game, you're not necessarily rewarded on your contract by what you've done. It's projecting forward as to what you could be. Clubs are so keen to get them out of free agency. So to make sure that you are in contract when you hit your free agency status so you can't become eligible, it means that uh, the list of free agencies is underwhelming. So there's 116... Um, but there's only I found another one. There's only nine that matter, and I think a lot of these will be re-signed before the season expires. So we're, we're probably only talking about three or four free agents likely to move um, that have, are any meaningful value. So I've got nine. Uh, Tim English is is number one, yeah, clearly, um, with where he's at and what he can be, and the Dogs will be pretty keen to stitch him up. Albeit, I'm not gonna, I'm not sure how they're gonna fit everyone in the Dogs, but. He's one. Hugh Cluggage is a, is a genuine star. So he's he's a difference maker. Absolutely, if a Victorian club could get him back, yeah, he'd be paid in excess of a million dollars for what I would think would be an eight nine year term. That's the sort of money that Hugh McCluggage uh, is is on the line for him, and could catapult him into being one of the highest paid players in the league. And Brisbane, with everything that they've done, uh, not sure not sure how they could. They certainly wouldn't be able to match that, but. Um, they'd be pretty keen to get that done shortly. So they're the, they're the two real big ones. Yeah, Dustin Martin's a big one. Like I, I still think with with how long players are playing for. Um, when you look at Scott Pendlebury and completely different animals, I get that uh, comparing Scott Pendlebury to Dustin Martin. But he's still a young man. There's and nine
2: at Richmond too. But yeah, I, is well, he? He's young, is one. he? Yeah, I mean he's said to be training really well at the moment too, Dustin Martin. So Jack Graham's in there as well. And I know he's had his injury problems but less miles on the clock than than Dustin Martin. But, yeah, it, for me, it's the list of guys that just won't go anywhere that just jumps off the page. Like, you, you can't, at, at the risk of interrupting your list at the moment. So Pendlebury side, bottom, how? They're not going anywhere at this no. stage of their career. Paddy no, Dangerfield's it? on there. Tom Hawkins is on there. Mitch Duncan's on there. Um, they're just not oh, – I'm just as fascinated getting off topic here by the out-of-contract players anyway. So you mentioned Tim English. Well, Jamara's out-of-contract. And Bailey Smith's out of yeah, contract. Does it
1: mean does it mean anything to be a free agent? Like, because all the names you mentioned... If, oh, it's if easier to move. It is easier to, to a, move. Yeah, so, but there's only really a handful that I'm yeah. going through now that are likely... That's why
2: the pre-agency eligibility, if you can even call it that, is such a thing. And that's why clubs come in with those big contracts. You get them off the table before it even gets to this. But clearly, if you're willing to live through it, you can maximise... Your earning potential as Tim English is doing at the moment.
1: Yeah, English and McCluggage are the perfect example for that. And, and and Dustin Martin, who knows what happens, a link to the Gold Coast. Does he want to play? I would think he stays at, at Richmond. And I would think most people would want that to be the case uh, for him to finish his career there with everything that he's done. And then he gets a statue at some point. But mm. we'll wait and see whether he, he wants to do, you know, Buddy Franklin a little bit later on in life and, and get up there anonymously a little bit and, and go play at the Gold Coast. That would be the two options. But I hope he stays at the Tigers. Um, Zerhar's a really, uh, valuable free agent. Yep. Now I suspect he stays on the back of the way that he carried on when Jason Horn Francis left and he was so critical of his teammate for leaving. So as I've said previously, it must only be a matter of weeks or short months that Cam Zerhar re-signs with North, but if he got himself fit, which he looks to be fit now, What he's got and the tools and the way that he plays and the positions that he plays means he's an incredibly valuable free agent that someone would pay a huge price to get. Um, And North are going to have to to sort of pay a a big price to get him. But I think he takes less to stay at North on the back of his criticism around his teammate for leaving. Uh, Then there's the the lesser lights that are still important. Uh, Someone like a Will Hayward from Sydney, Adelaide love to get their hands on him. Put Adelaide the same. He's from South Australia. Oli Florence, so a good it, yep. player. Yeah, mm. so I've got him as well. Um, Connor Nash is a good player from from Hawthorn. He you know come in for a team that is a smaller midfield. Uh, you know, has been some criticism over Essendon's midfield with how s- sort of small they are and a lot of similar types. Mm. Adelaide again would would like to get some you know some power and some strength through the midfield. I think so. Conan Ash would be enticing for a few players, and then, uh, to a lesser extent, probably Tyson Stengel, When you can get an expert at their position to come in and play it, now I, I doubt whether he would ever leave Geelong with how much you know debt he probably owes to them, and all Australian Premiership player off the back of resurrecting his career. So and I think Tyson stays at Geelong, but he's a free agent that is valuable. So there's really only nine. Yeah, so let us know your thoughts. One 736 Seven three six is a there's a whole lot of talk about the free agents for a whole lot of nothing. I reckon. Would jo-
2: Would Josh Battle be a player of interest? So he's, a, he's yeah, among he would
1: the... be, like, but he's not a difference maker. No, is he? Like, no. So there's, I've got a couple of other ticks as well. Like, oh, Isaac Cummings is a good player from GWS. Come in and play a role. There'd mm. be a lot of clubs that would like to get him. Jack Henry doesn't play enough footy, but uh, at the Cats, there'd be there'd be clubs. We saw the you know the want to get key position players in at the end of last season and how valuable they are. So there'd be some cl- teams that would would like him. But they're not difference makers, are they? Like, they're just nice to haves, but there's not going to be clubs, you know, climbing over themselves to get them.
2: Uh, Ross, no, no. English is off to West Coast. It's all done. And then there's this text English's girlfriend. and, And this text is talking about Rudy Ellis, who signed for the Melbourne Vixens, has just moved from Perth to Melbourne to play netball. So, doubt he'll now move to Perth when she's just come here. So,
1: once again, it's not the worst thing if the Western Bulldogs lose Tim English. It's not, he is not the worst. Yep, you'd love to keep him. But not at any price.
2: Did we have this conversation out of the three that are out, English, Jamara, and Bailey Smith? Who are you signing first? Through well, Jamara, the like by mile. And then? If, um, English second, aren't you? Yeah? yeah. Only yep. because of the position that he plays Yeah, and the, and the injury class. now to, to, yep. to,
1: to Bailey Smith. But Ruckman are replaceable. Like, come on. we, we can get, You can get a, a B-grade Ruckman from another side, just as Collingwood have done, and win a premiership, just as Richmond have done with Nan Curvis, Go back through the winning premiers, and look at their rucks. Very rarely are they marquee A-grade ruckmen that are on big money. That's why I was so critical of Freeman. Well, I got two of them. You don't need two of them. You don't even need one. So the Western Bulldogs fans, if he holds out off and he holds out, yep, give him a deal that you think is fair and mm. reasonable and good. But if he leaves, take the compensation and go and get a B-grade ruckman from somewhere else, and then use the compensation pick to, to bolster the talent on your list with with some new young ones that you, you've got, and you've got plenty of those coming through. You can
2: look at it in so many different ways. And this is the beauty of the, the sort of player movement space. Jordan Sweet's been patient for so long. He suddenly decides, no, nah, I'm up and leaving. Like, does he know something that we don't? Does he know that Tim English is going to resign? Mm. It's only a matter of time. Otherwise, why wouldn't he stay, given you've stayed that long and you you love otherwise love the footy club? Our conversation starters are for the Drain Man. Drain Problems, just call the experts the Drain Man. Before we move on from free agency, let's go to Berwick, where Billy's uh, called in. How are you, Billy boy?
1: Very well, my friends. How you
2: going? We're good here. What's on your mind when it comes to the free agency pool this year? 116 players are uh, eligible. Right, couple um, of things. Firstly, Apple TV. What a trap! I'm still
0: paying <laughs> for. I think Euro 2018. <laughs>
2: oh no! You know, you can watch it. Quick so sound. I
0: reckon I've paid them five grand over the last five years. Yeah. But um, but free
2: agency, guys. One of the keys is that, in a, in my opinion, is
0: you're worth what someone's prepared to pay. So we can all throw up
2: the, the perfect example
0: is the last name you mentioned, Josh Battle. Mm. Now, he's not, you're right, he's not a game changer, but he's a good, reliable, key position player. Now, if that's something you need, you know, if, if you look at someone like Melbourne, um, he'd be really good backup to a, to a
1: Lever or a mate. You know, yeah, so... Yeah, so what you're, you're saying is correct. Players, yeah, I think the good example is um, mixed Day from... So they paid a good price to get him. Not a difference maker, but they identified a role for him. Give him five years at 550 which is more than he's worth on the back of his performance. But they go, okay, there's a there's a need. Yep. It's not going to cost us anything on the draft table. We'll pay an extra price to go and get him because we get him for free. And he comes in and probably served his purpose without setting the world on fire. Josh <sighs> Battle is probably the equivalent of that.
2: Mm, it's a great shame what happened to Dan McState. Thanks for the call, uh, Billy. Appreciate it. Um, right. Uh, the dry man, uh, as I say, looking after our conversation starters. You know, Tim Gossage has gone again. Um, I want to bring this to your attention. He says that the eastern media just gets stuck into the west, and they do it often. This is uh, this is our man Sausage Gossage on the WA footy media portrayal.
0: Some of the stuff that is being portrayed from the other side of the country to here, and I don't want to make it us versus them, but you know me, I'm I'm parochial, Mm. I'm one-eyed, and I do fight the fight for WA. And I'm not invested in either team over here. But some of the stuff about who's under the pump... Uh, it, they have got blinkers on. If they don't huh. think some other coaches are under the pump more so than Adam Simpson and Justin Longmeier. If Ken Hinckley's not under the pump, I'm Monkey's like uncle, mate. Mm, well, Regardless of whether he's got a deal or not, they have been massive underachievers under his reign. Well, they have been. Success is not measured in making grand finals. It's no, no, winning premierships. Absolutely. a great quote from Mick mm. and a, That's where Ross Lyon, everyone says, oh, he's a great technical coach. You know Ross better than most. Uh, bottom line is, he could end his coaching career Successful percentage, absolutely, but with no flags. I haven't won a flag as a premiership coach, and I've never coached a game. You know what I mean? He's been given so many opportunities. So there's going to be a lot of coaches like that. Can't take that away from Adam Simpson.
2: Now that was Tim Gossage, and Scotty Cummings is the other voice you can hear there on SENWA. We both had this marked down to talk about Kane. So I'll I'll let you. I'll ask you what you made of that.
1: Well, what he's saying is true. You'll never take that away from Adam Simpson, and no one's trying to take that away from Adam Simpson, but. Because you've won a premiership doesn't make you great forever. And it doesn't make you the right person for the job forever. We know that. But you've got a premiership, great. We're going back a long way now and a lot has transpired since. Does that still make you the right person for the job at West Coast when you've won five games in the last two years and every second week you turn up and you lose by 10 goals? Of course he's under pressure. Of course he's the coach under the most pressure in the league. No other coach in the history of world sport would have survived the record that Adam Simpson has produced recently. That is, it's almost factual. You could probably go back through any AFL team and look at the record. No one has survived that. So, of course, he's the coach under the most pressure. But having said that, Ken, who's saying Ken Inkley's not under pressure?
2: No, I don't, no think, I,
1: I don't think anyone has said that Ken Inkley's not under pressure. I mean, he was the hot topic of. All of Many last debate. year, all, all of, of la- last, all year. of last year. When to sign Ken? When not to sign? And again, the board the debate,
2: have... the board unrest that has serious remor- that. We, We've spoken about on this show only in the last few weeks. So look, I looked at it more. broad. I love Timmy, but the whole West versus East debate, like, we're out to get them, pick on them, etc. Like, have th- have they got an inferiority complex over there, Kane? Like, are they obsessed with how we view them when, in actuality, we don't really give the geography a second I thought? Think,
1: I think, I think my view on it is that the Perth-based media are petrified of the West Coast Eagles. They're petrified of them. And no one over there is willing to call it as they see it because of the power that West Coast have and to a lesser extent, Fremantle. But Tim is petrified of West Coast and the backlash that would come his way if he was critical of the Eagles. That's why he's been such a strong supporter of the football club regardless. Like everything has a positive slant on it. Let's just call it as we see it that that club has been a basket case for the best part of two and a half years. And of course the pressure is going to be there when you win two and three games. And I, I, I sort of judge coaching differently, not, not just on premierships because you mentioned Ross Lyon there and everyone's got a different view and I, I appreciate strong opinions and I love it because it gives us something to talk about. But I think the art of coaching is maximizing what you've got. And I think if you go back and look what Ross Lyon has had, and his ability to get to four grand finals on the back of what he has had. Mm. Don't measure him the same as someone who has all the tools in the garage with, with all the positions covered and all the talent. Like Port Adelaide have three top 10 draft picks on their list. Three. You look at how many North Melbourne have got, or how many Gold Coast have got, or how many the Western Bulldogs have got, and they've never won a wooden spoon. So I sort of think... Ken Hinckley turned pickle juice into champagne last year, mm. winning 13 in a row mm. with what he had and the injuries that he's got. But that's that's my view on uh, coaching. And the same goes with Ross, with what he did with that St. Kilda team. He I lost me a bit with Ross. Four. Yeah, he lost me with yeah. Ross.
2: They finished sixth in his first season back when most had them, well, cellar dwellers are best. So he lost me a bit there. But it's not exactly rocket science, is it, that the two coaches there are under the pump? Adam Simpson's won five in two years. Now, Justin Longmere, we've spoken about, he's out of contract Semi-final appearance in twenty-two to fourteenth last season. In fact, since he took over, he's gone twelfth, eleventh, then there was the fifth, and then last year the fourteenth. So, I mean, what are we missing? They're, they're definitely going to be under the microscope. And we discuss the dogs all the time here. We discuss Ken Hinkley all the time here. Maddie Nix has been a delay in resigning. Exactly we discuss same. that all the time as well. You're we fl- don't discriminate because don't they're located over there. Like how
1: many? Like Luke Beveridge. Do you reckon how many times did I speak about Luke Beveridge last year?
2: Are you proud of yourself? As much
1: as I spoke about Adam Simpson. So look, the facts are, as an AFL coach, you're four bad weeks away from being under the pump, regardless of who you are. So Chris Scott, I think he's the best coach in it. If Geelong starts zero and four, there'll be questions, not about Chris Scott's future, will he get a job somewhere, but is he the right person for Geelong? And is it time for Chris to move on? I guarantee you someone will say that if they start zero and four. 100%. This is the job. You are four bad weeks away from being under the pump.
2: Balanced, and, balanced people over in the West, says this texter, they have chips on both shoulders. So, I mean, I yeah, I, I love, as I say, I love Goss and I love the passion, I love the strong we debate.
1: We should get him on. It's a bit early It's early for but him to do his own show.
2: The whole geographical stuff, I just can't quite get my head around it. They put so much time into it, in, in their argument and their thoughts and their beliefs. And I'm not sure we, over here and even in Adelaide as well, give it a second thought. It's mm. just, it's I don't, I don't know what we're missing. Uh, Dan's in Wodonga before we break. How are you, Dan? Good morning, gentlemen. How are we? We're well hey, here. Boy. I've actually changed
0: location. I'm up in Groot Island on, in the Gulf of Carpentaria, so I'm living up in the Northern Territory now, so oh, lovely. different
2: to what Lovely, mate. Fire, fire when ready from up in the Gulf of Carpentaria.
0: Mate, um, just you talking about the coaches and all that sort of stuff, is it not got to be taken into consideration of what they've left the club with? So you look at Ross Lyon, great, I understand where you're coming from with his good record and all that, no premierships, they're hard to come by, but he also decimated St Kilda. When they left, when he left, there was nothing left in the tank, and Freo are exactly the same. Is he going to do the same thing again? you got to look at their what they leave and their legacy and how they leave the club. You look at um, uh, Hardwick, he's left the club, it's, they're not going too great, Richmond, but they're in a better spot, but they've also got a lot of flags as well. So I think it's going to be the longevity as well,
1: not just a flag. Good on you, mate. Yeah, I don't think coaches are really conscious of how they leave the place. They just exhaust all that they've Chips got in. to try and win the Premiership. And then what happens after they leave, it's not really their responsibility. That's where you need the strong club around the coach so the coach doesn't have too much power to do what you're saying and leave the, the club in the worst spot than when they got there.
2: Price of admission. Let's talk that after the break with the cricket as well. When he's uh, when he's a certain uh, price too much, uh, especially for an ODI, that means nothing. We'll talk about that on the other side. Tassie footy as well. Next month is uh, is about to add another chapter to its journey as well. Drain relining is the long-term solution to rehabilitate your assets. The Drain Man and Choices Flooring. Uh, We'll get to a Twitter poll in a moment, actually, because we're going to revive and redesign your homes with spaces for living sale that's on at the moment. Uh, On the other side of this break, we'll be back. Stick around.
0: Nothing beats value parking at Melbourne Airport. Look online for the best rates at melbourneairport.com.au. Summer breakfast on SEM.
2: It is summer breakfast at the moment. Sam Edmund Kane calls. Jared Whateley, just confirmation, will join us uh, just before 9 o'clock. His show yes. begins from Radio Row in the lead-up to the Super Bowl in Las Vegas. I'm not sure if he's missing a tooth. Shades of the hangover. He probably would be. Uh, Jordan did a great job this morning
1: just going through the history of the Super Bowls and the locations and how they choose it. Um, thought it was terrific. But you couldn't get a better spot than, than Vegas. They tend to go according to Jordan on the all American hour this morning to the warmer climates, of course, all those domes that um, are indoors now, but, um, Vegas in the rotation now, if you you had to pick a destination. I reckon
2: Miami would have been awesome. Yeah,
1: Miami. They were talking about that this morning. But as
2: JK just told me off air, New Orleans has the next one. And I reckon that wouldn't be too shabby either. If you've ever been down there, what a party. to I've been there. Yeah. It is unbelievable. The French Quarter goes off. This was pre-hurricane. But from what I'm told, I actually bumped into someone here who was there recently. They said, it's back to life. It's back to what it was. A great colour, great vibrancy, great music, great culture in New Orleans. I reckon they would do a cracking job of the Super Bowl.
1: We did touch on um, footy in WA and just the landscape and, and my thoughts on how the media over there are petrified of, of the West Coast Eagles. But they've been rating every player on the list of Fremantle and West Coast. So saw this. They're top Trying 20... to get to the bottom of who the best footballer in WA is. And I, I lived in South Australia, of course. They used to do that from time to time with, with Crows and Port. Pretty grim over there. <laughs> like, when what, you look the at, list, if you look at some of the ratings of, of players and where they sit, like, Ruben Ginby is rated the 11th best player in WA. Oh, he wouldn't get a game at Collingwood.
2: Well, I saw Harley Reid, they had at seven. Hasn't played a game yet. Hasn't and played a minute at
1: seven. Matt Flynn, who could not get a game at the Giants as a Ruckman, was the 25th best player in WA.
2: So what was the list? The top uh, yeah, uh, I thought it was top twenty. That
1: every every player, every player on a list over there, They'd right rank. so right down to to the eighties. So like Fife was I think Fife was thirteen. Uh, the best player according to them in WA is Luke Jackson. See, I'd, I'd argue with that. Yeah. He's the best player. We look at his list of achievements, the premiership, and so, that's about it. So
2: Jackson won, Caleb Sarong two. Could, yeah. Oscar Allen, three. Andy Brayshaw, four. Tim Kelly, at five. Sean Darcy, at six. Then there's Harley Reid, yet to debut at seven. Jai Amos, at eight. Hayden Young, and then Brennan Cox, rounds out the top ten.
1: So, uh, just, our fingers crossed for them over there, for Tim Gossage, because it could be another pretty lean year. I would have thought, if you're judging by those... Those rankings, just before the news headlines, hmm. or maybe I'll hold it for you because I don't want to get you behind time.
2: Okay, well, let's do what, that. What
1: is a, what's the measure of improvement for your team is a question I want to pose for you. In fact, it'll be a conversation starter for the Drain Man. How do you <laughs> rank the... Because everyone wants to improve. Okay, what, what's, your, what's your goals? your all oh, want to improve. Yep. What does what that measure? David King's got an extraordinary view of what improvement is. Well, what do you mean? I've got my view... David King's got his. I want to get to that. Okay, it's a conversation starter. You get to the news headlines.
2: Let's do that. Uh, and the choices flooring Twitter poll, by the way, we'll put your list up of the uh, the nine eligible free agents. We might just pose the question, thanks to Choices Flooring on our on X on our Twitter account. Uh, who would you take first? Uh, revive and redesign your homes with spaces for living. Sale time from a cafe coffee. Oh, they're in good form with the beans this morning over here. Uh, we'll get the news headlines with Nathan Gardner back in a month.
0: Out to you there. Oh, I don't think the Saints are in the conversation with the Hawks. Okay. You no, said, yeah. I, I'm a fan. Of, I'm a fan. Of, I, I don't understand why the Saints wouldn't be better
1: this year. So they win than What final. they were last. They win a final this year. What they win 13 games last year? Yeah, well, but they to, to improve, they got to win a final. Well, not.
0: There's different levels. My my belief on improvement is is. Charging towards your next premiership opportunity. I don't really care what the ladder position is. I don't really care whether it's twelve or thirteen wins, but you've got to be charging towards sixteen. I don't. I don't. Okay. I'm. I'm. I'm about
1: improvement to win a flag. It's. It's easy to build a team to finish seventh. But don't you have to taste that finals strong performance? Like this is why I'm big on Carlton. They. They. They got there, performed really well, stacked up in final Brisbane. Okay, win a couple of big finals and prove to us the Giants have been there. I'm not. There yet with the Saints, yeah, and I want to see that. This I want to see that this year in September. So I think they've got to win a final, don't they, to improve?
0: Well, yeah, may, maybe, but I don't see it that way. We see it differently. Okay. I, I just think you're you, you're building your list, you're building your club for the premiership run, and, and whether that's whether that's uh, linear or not, well, we we don't know. It'll bounce up and down for for different teams.
2: So that that was Fireball Friday. Kane Corns, David King, as you just heard, great debate on the Saints specifically. But my question, after listening to that again, would be: How do we measure St Kilda's improvement if, in Kingy's um, argument, they they win the same amount of games? Heck, they might even win less games. They might even miss the eight. How can we then say they've improved? Well, what are we measuring? So
1: that's the question I want. That's the question I want to ask. I was it? a bit, as I think you could sort of hear in my voice, I was a bit shocked. Well, hang, hang on. The, the only measure of improvement. Is your ladder position right? Like you can't Essendon Whoa. can't go. Well, we finished lower on the ladder in 24 than we did in 23, but we had Harry Jones play well, and we had a couple of youngsters stand up and improve, and we're more likely on the premiership train tracks than we were. I'm not sure you can. How could you? It's a that?
2: hard sell for me. So too. for the Saints,
1: you have for the Saints to improve. Surely they have to win a final and finish in a higher ladder position in 24 than they finished in
2: 23. I'd be more inclined to agree with like that. Like if Adelaide
1: finishes 11th instead of 8th, they haven't improved. They've gone backwards, right?
2: Yeah, so North Melbourne. So um, they're 17th last year. They win three games. So if they stay on 17th and they win four and a half games... Are we saying they've improved?
1: So you could, uh, and just thinking out loud, so for, for North, the example, they could win more games and finish in a lower
2: ladder position. Yes.
1: But or that would still be an improvement for And,
2: them. and also be more competitive week to week. Less of the 10-goal blowouts, more competitive. Again, we're, and, we're yeah. searching in the, in the and margins. The same,
1: but it's, e- it's easier to do that with the, the teams right teams. down the bottom. Yeah, like, so West yeah. Coast, their percentage is higher. They don't have as many 10-goal losses. They win four games instead of three you've improved tick. But for the teams in that sort of middle quagmire, the, the quicksand, so to speak, I just think for, for and the Saints in particular, for, for any improvement for them, it has to be to win a final.
2: And having said that, it is so incredibly tight at the moment. Uh, well, it was last year, and, and everything points towards it being the same this year. When you think that Carlton in fifth won the same amount of games as the Giants in seventh, and then the Dogs in ninth won only one less, and so did Sydney in eighth. So it's incredibly, incredibly tight. You asked the question, how are you going to measure improvement in your side? 0433, 98, 11, 16. Melbourne win a damn final in Melbourne for the first time since 2018, says this texter. Mm. If the Hawks win 10 games, I'd be pleased with their improvement. That's from Bill in uh, in Hobart. Hawks coming off a seven-win season, and 16th last year. Um, just on the Blues, what, what would you they're a fascinating case study given their Jekyll and Hyde season. They got to fifth and then they won two finals and made a prelim. Yeah. So is it something of an anomaly? Is, are, is it going to be consistent with their improvement? Was it so dramatic that a step back can be tolerated? Or, well, it where it you...
1: hard when you get right to the pointy end, because there's probably four to five teams that unless you make a grand final, it's going to be hard to tick off. You've improved. So, For Port Adelaide, is anyone going to be satisfied with Port Adelaide just winning one final? Probably not. So the the pass mark for Port Adelaide is probably to get to a grand final. The same with Melbourne. It's probably to play off in a grand final. Mm -hmm. Same with Carlton. And same with the two grand finalists last year. Exactly. Same for Brisbane. So it gets a bit more difficult when you're right up the top, and maybe GWS it, hard, are thinking hard to win. The, exactly,
2: the Giants are thinking what could have been. We should have been there last year, so that you throw them into the mix as well. So that's the question for you. What what is the measure of
1: improvement? Because everyone at this time of the year goes, okay, well, at, at least the basement um, value for us is that we improve on what we did last year. But for some people improvement looks a little bit different than others.
2: Alex Brosk is going to join us next. Former Socceroo, voice on the world game, of course. An absolute heartbreaker over there in Qatar. The Socceroo's going down 2-1 to South Korea in extra time. We'll wrap that up with Alex on the other side.